Welcome back to Wanderers Wellness, guys. Uh, hello from us and hello from Eliani Zimmerman, uh, who are, uh, is, is fast becoming our resident aromatherapy experts. Very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, we made contact with, uh, with Eliani through a very good friend of mine, Ben Monacole, who sells the nature of things essential oils. And we were essentially seeking to do a bunch of podcasts that would help you guys to uh, have a, a, a better grasp of ways you can use essential oils in a kind of a toolkit based format so that you, you know, everybody has bits and bobs of essential oils around their house. They sort of have a vague knowledge of how to use them and what to do with them. But we, we thought it'd be a great way to present it in, in, in a format that you guys would have really good takeaways. So the first one and, uh, is, is really all about immunity. And so Eliani, we, we've asked to, to come on because she is an authority on the topic of essential oils. This lady has been uh, studying and working with essential oils for more than three decades now. Uh, she studied and did her diploma with Shirley Price. She's written like eight books on the topics of aromatherapy. All of them, unfortunately, in German, Japanese, Hungarian, none in English yet, but we need to get onto that. Uh, so Eliani, I guess um, the first thing we want to get onto with you is, to, can, can you tell us about, uh, is there any evidence of the efficacy of essential oils in relation to uh, fighting viral and bacterial infections? There is a lot of evidence actually, more for bacteria and less for viruses. And if viruses, I was even uh, talking quite often to a German professor from University Heidelberg who did a lot of research on viruses, but he did mainly like herpes, like lip sores and stuff like that. And there is a lot of evidence. And what's really funny, and I think that's really good news, this current virus, the coronavirus we are affected now by, um, is an enveloped virus. So there are lots of different viruses, like lots of different bacteria too. And like we humans, they have different properties and different <laughs> characters. And this one uh, currently is an enveloped virus. And first it sounds like it's, it, it, it protects itself. No, it's very delicate because of its envelope. And the envelope, it's extremely sensitive to solvents, to certain solvents. And one of them is, what did we hear? Hand washing. So it hates soap. And what's even cheaper is taking dishwashing soap. That's even better because some of those dishwashing things, they are really extremely fat. They, 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 they wash the fat of our dishes, obviously, but extremely, it can really dissolve uh, the envelope of this current virus extremely well. So if you have no soap by hand, just take a little bit of dishwashing stuff and of course, wash it thoroughly and Amazing. even try to wash around your fingers and so on. If yes. you add a little bit of essential oil, we will talk about this later. Yeah. Uh, it's even better yeah. and it's very delicate towards alcohol so that's why our disinfectants are 80 percent alcohol in in austria you can buy a drink like a like a brandy <laughs> of 80 percent alcohol you could just use it like that the normal yeah. vodka wouldn't do it it's only 40 percent interesting and, uh, and so are, are there actual studies using sorry using essential oils with coronavirus have any of them yes. been done yes yeah. it's starting okay. it's starting and that's the third good news essential oils are are like solvents or most of the essential oils and so they would affect uh, the envelope as well and one of the um, I wrote about uh, this special study in February I found it against the SARS-CoV-1 so the, oh. the cousin of the current virus it hates laurel oh. lots of us may, may even have bay laurel in their garden it's such a yeah. lovely plant it's a lovely plant to cook with mm. so this would be one of my favorite oils it's quite an 
heavy smell, so very spicy smell. And it's very nice to combine it with those lemon-like oils. So there are a few, I wouldn't say really extremely serious studies, so they are still starting to, to look around. Um, but aldehydes, uh, that's components which smell either very spicy, like in cinnamon, or the smell, which is better for our skin, very lemony, which would be lemongrass and lemon eucalypt and uh, the likes. Lycea um, has a different English name. So Lycea would be the um, scientific name. And um, I don't remember the, the English name. It's a very cheap oil, which smells very, very uh, Mei Chang. It's a oh, Mei Chang, yeah. Mei Chang, yeah. It's very cheap. It smells very nice. Most people love it. And some people are reluctant, reluctant to buy it because oh, what a funny Chinese name, but it's lovely. And in Dublin um, Botanical Garden, there is even one of those trees <laughs> at the yeah. very entrance. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, so I actually um, yesterday in work put Mei Chang on my mask. Oh, when good. I was Perfect. yeah, when I, when I was when I was using a mask. So tell me, is that a good idea? Like, so if we're let's say take hospital workers as an example, should they be using these essential oils like in contact, like on their mask, or, or like how can they put it into their environment to make the best use of it? Yeah, so as I said, uh, most essential oils are like solvents. They are perfume, they are cosmetics, they, some are even edible in teeny tiny amounts because we have fragments of essential oils in some food like tomatoes or peaches or so. But of course, that's just molecules that not drops. Um, so I would say... Um, wear or have put one drop on your mask the evening before you wear the mask so you don't have the full load the day you wear the mask uh, first to kill whatever might be on your mask if you don't have a, a mask which you dump or um, if you are in an environment like a, like a bus a train or a full shop well it's not permitted anymore but kind of foolish um, if you ever are afraid to meet too many people in one place I would have I, I would surround myself with uh, one of those oils which could be laurel or one of those very citrony oils I love those um, inhalators you can buy yeah. them cheaply and more expensive like this one made of glass um, yeah. they have those little holes in here yeah. and um, they have this uh, little little roll. Um, you did a little cotton, cotton swab. roll in it, yeah. yeah. And here it's closed. So I cannot open it anymore. And yeah. it's open around here and it's open mm -hmm. here. And I like when I feel kind of uncomfortable. Maybe after coming from a shop in my car, I might have a deep inhalation with mm -hmm. this yeah. device. I have yeah. different ones with different fragrances. Um, so I think. That, that's that's the area which comes into contact with the virus first so always not not this current only this current virus and so it i think it's quite important to kind of keep this this area and the mouse kind of um healthy and so don't destroy the the, the mucous membranes by those solvents not by constantly using those solvents because that's also how the virus takes hold right when the mucous membrane is broken down that allows the virus exactly. to take hold in the, in the, the cavities and, and, and I think most people underestimate um, the care for, for this mucous membrane. So um, I, I have been doing that since one of those first um, epidemics, I don't know, was it the aviary flu or one of those mm -hmm. swine flu or whatever. I started having an, um, a very diluted, well-diluted essential oil in, I, I usually I use either olive oil or St. John's worth oil, which is slightly antiviral as well. So I, I use, uh, I take 10 mil, uh, you can buy those those empty bottles um, and 
I, I suppose in most places, 10 ml of olive oil, then just, just add two drops of essential oil because that's a very, very, very delicate area. For children, I would even use only one drop. And um, maybe add for, for grown-ups, add one drop of Meichang and one drop of um, uh, either eucalyptus or Ravenzara, or my favorite would be the, the bay laurel. So nice. just one of the stronger ones. And um, Meichang has to be fresh. We will talk at another time about the freshness. So some arts, mm -hmm. they can become skin irritants when they are too old. And Meichang would be one of them. So use it really fresh. If we have it for ages in your kitchen or whatever, don't use yeah. it in your nose, yes? Okay. And this would be a good protection. It's, it's also a mechanical protection uh, because um, this, this, those viruses and even some bacteria, they, they hate this, this greasy area. They wouldn't be able to, to go through it easily. They would, of course, but uh, not easily. If there is just one, two, three viruses flying around, it might, okay. be, a, it might be a fantastic protection under your mask to really soothe and nourish your mucosa. Okay, cool. And so do you, uh, when you're talking about putting it on, are you talking about putting it on like the tip of your nose or putting it up the inside of your nose? Where specifically? Would uh, you I like to use my little finger or even um, one of those swabs and just insert a little bit at the entrance. It depends on your sensitivity. It could even be here, but I think it should be kind of around the entrance gates and okay. the tip might be too far. But, but you have to feel comfortable with it. And I think it's always very important to really also imagine and be grateful and think, look, dear nose, I'm trying to protect you. I'm, I'm, protect, I'm trying to close the door for any bad guy flying around. Uh, and it, uh, I think this imagination and the, 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 your, your power of power of will is, uh, is very, willpower is very important uh, to, to shelter yourself as well. But I think I think people like Wim Hof particularly have shown the power of intention and its ability to actually fight viruses and fight bacteria. Yeah. And we know that if if if, the, if that aspect is there. But on a like so there's that there's the idea of actually fighting a virus, but there's also the emotional aspect, right? As well. So when it comes to our our immune system, it's always harmed and depleted by stress. What like what would you suggest for people who are working in maybe more stressful situations, like in hospitals or in in shops or busy places, to to reduce the sensation of stress? Are oils useful in that situation as well? Oh yes, there are lots of oils. We are lucky enough to have loads of oils um, which contain the so-called esters, and the esters are molecules in lots of essential oils, like the well-known lavender or like like bergamot mint. Or um, I use a lot of bergamot. Um, I have an Italian from southern Italy, a bergamot oil, fantastic, and um, all those oils they contain uh, a teeny tiny amount of a, a very complicated molecule uh, molecule with a very complex name and uh, this um, is very yeah it almost works like like a medication against depression and if you in inhale it really really deeply you get it into your system and funny enough there is only a very very small barrier between your, the, the, the top of your nose and your brain so when you're inhaling lots of it not it doesn't doesn't get as a molecule into your brain but uh, the molecule is being translated as information mm -hmm. and um 
especially um, the components of lemon, orange, bergamot, mandarin, lime, all those citrus oils, they um, kind of, they, they, they transform or they, they manipulate maybe um, your serotonin, your GABA is, is one of those neurotransmitters which wow. are affected by lavender, for example, very, very well studied. And I think for the emotional support, it's very important to use oils which you really like. So have a sniff with uh, with uh, bergamot, or have a sniff at lemon, or have a sniff at fresh orange oil because mandarin, tangerine oil, and uh, orange oil, they get similar to rancid very fast. Could be half a year after opening, they smell bad, and then they don't support you really well. And so is there a difference if you're talking about it in terms of emotional support and you're saying like it needs to get really deep in there. A lot of people are using essential oils on burners or diffusers or things like that around the home. Is that not enough then? Do they need to be getting it directly into the nose somehow? No, it can be enough, but but I just imagine somebody going to town or especially a big city like Dublin and spending a few hours in Dublin and there, there will be stress, even if you don't notice, you'll see all those masked people, you'll see people kind of like, stay yeah. away from me, it, oh. it causes stress and I think in that very moment you should really have maybe a 30 second sniff again to reload it, that's what I do, of course mm -hmm. inhaling it at home is better than nothing. And so schools are back here now. And what can we be doing to support the littlest members of our community? It's coming into cold and flu season. They're all in school and they've got they've been at home until now. And suddenly now they're around all the little kids, all the bugs and germs. What can we be doing for them? What safe way to support them as they go into school and also when they come back from school at the end of the day? Yeah, that's, that's a very delicate um, topic because you cannot use all essential oils with children. You have to dilute them properly. So again, this kind of device, it could as well be one of our little brown flasks, which we have for essential oils anyway, and have a little bit of a cotton ball or whatever inserted in it and have one drop, for example, lemon. Lemon is, it, it, it's very good for focus and concentration. Um, maybe one of those more gentle eucalyptus, not eucalyptus globulus, maybe one, uh, one which would be more gentle would be eucalyptus smithii or eucalyptus radiata. Uh, maybe one drop of this and one lemon, let's say lemon. Lots of children prefer maybe mandarin or tangerine. Um, one drop each and then tell them whenever you feel stressed or you feel bullied or whatever, you get complaints from the teacher and the more distance or whatever. It's each of those seconds is stressful for those poor kids. Mm -hmm. um, they should have a sniff. It could be a, it could be a disc discreet sniff, maybe even on the toilet. So they don't need to show because they might be bullied. And one oil, which is particularly fantastic for children is a weed which grows abundantly here in Ireland. We wouldn't have it in, 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 on the continent. That's Roman chamomile. It's, mm. it's quite expensive, but you need maximum one drop. You could even try to get one half a drop into it. And it mixes so well with tangerine. It, 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 it smells fantastic. It smells like some gummy bears, like, like some cat candy, whatever, some sweets. Yeah. Uh, if you use a bit, otherwise it could smell quite bitter. And that's, the, uh, that's a very good emotional support, which wor works extremely well. So it could be a trick to do it discreet, discreet, discreetly. <laughs> 
So um, I have a son who's six and he's in school. And because of um, Corona, there's a lot of restrictions on what they can bring in and what they can bring out to school. So I'm not sure whether he would be allowed to bring in right. one of those things. Mm-hmm. Would it be enough to put the drops on his sleeve and then he could smell his sleeve? Or would that yes. that, would, that would be an okay way? Because I, yes. I or, think- or, yeah, tissue, paper tissue, which he could um, have between between his in his pencil case or whatever so it doesn't need to be seen or to to be uh, smelled uh, that, that that's an in ordinary tissue could be just a normal tissue. That's what I did in planes when when liquids were forbidden. I said, I cannot fly without my essential oil because I used to have sinus issues. And so I had just a little bit of eucalyptus on my tissue. Nobody could uh, hinder me from from using a tissue. So that's fine. (laughs) And can I ask one last question around, so all kids in school are all carrying hand sanitizer with them and they're having to use these Mm. high alcohol hand sanitizers all day long on their delicate little skin. Are there, are there roles to essential oils can play in helping to protect the skin? Are there things, rituals people could do with their little kid with their hands in the evenings or, or what, what, what could they do? Yeah, but this would be more um, a job for fixed oils like olive oil or she sure. butter would be great. Okay. And especially if they use it in the evening. Um, they, I like benzoin for this. Benzoin is very skin healing. It's not an essential oil. It's a resino- resinoid. So it's a, just a diluted resin. It's a bit sticky. But if you mix uh, one drop of benzoin with maybe a, a big spoon of shea butter or, or, or maybe of olive oil and just use a few drops of the mix each evening as a ritual because benzoin is also very soothing for, for the upset mind and might help sleeping. Maybe teeny tiny bit of lavender, but but I think the best repairing properties would come from fixed oils like olive oil. And I would really use, in this case, I would really use organic fats because fats attract uh, all those toxins which are used uh, for for the plants and they really accumulate in any kind of fat. So I would really use a very high quality olive oil or even an almond oil or whatever oil and make a little ritual with your kid. Maybe maybe even singing a little bit or telling let's let's wipe the virus away and let's go into a nice dreamland and um, somebody bullied you. You can really evaporate this energy or whatever. Rituals are very important. It could be just 30 seconds or maybe one minute, uh, but really take the time to go through the day with your child and at the same time really restore the poor little skin poor little hands yeah cool yeah. thank you so Eliane, much that was brilliant amazing and thank you very much forward to getting you back on again mm-hmm. and i think we've already got about five or six topics lined up to talk about in separate podcasts so yeah. um thank you so much for taking the time to come on and i think this is going to be very very helpful for everyone and we'll add um, in the footnotes, what those different combinations yes, were for all the different specific things. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure and Great. looking forward to more podcasts. Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank Cheers. you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.